Hello, everybody. This is Legal Man. Welcome to the show. It's going to be a good episode. I am going to talk about why and how people are so fundamentally confused by the system and the people in the system and the, and the lies they're taught in the system that they really can't think straight and that that really makes it impossible to get any real change. And I'm going to give you a really good example about legal tender laws and the court packing that's gone on that most people have no idea what the hell it is or why it even matters. Now, for people who don't know me, I am a lawyer. I've practiced for 30 years. I've been sorting out the unbelievable amount of lies all my life. And in fact, I'm America's most trusted lawyer. But the problem is lawyers are less trusted than used car salesmen. So being America's most trusted lawyer means I'm less than as trustworthy as the most trusted used car salesman. (laughs) Because lawyers screw people over. So, all right, let's get the show started. Watching this pandemic in conjunction with this election and listening to the utterly moronic commentary about both and having interactions with people has just, it's really depressed me because it's just really driven home the fact that not only is the government free to totally fuck me over at any time it wants, but that there's absolutely no chance the people are going to catch on to this game because they're so confused, fundamentally confused about the way the system works. The legal system is the system that they use to keep the people in line. It used to be religion, but now it's this faked up, utterly fraudulent legal system from top to bottom. And it all rests upon this idea that the country is about freedom and liberty and the consent of the people, of by and for the people and all this shit, and that we have this justice system that just is so amazing and that the Supreme Court, when it rules, it gives us the law of the land. It's that combination of things, this idea that you you have a say in the election, that the Constitution limits the government, and they have this system we all have to use because it's so brilliant. It's so incredibly brilliant that it's the greatest system ever invented. See, that is deeply embedded into people's minds. It's just phenomenally deep. If I point something out that's very simple and very clear to somebody, like the fact that there is no consent of the governed in this country, whatever that means, that died when there was a civil war. If I tell people that, they, they can't process that information. But it's really just so simple because... If this is a voluntary union of states where the people's vote to decide whether they want to agree to the Constitution or not and be in the country or not, well, once you have half the people voting to leave in their states and forming their own country, it's over. It's over, and it doesn't matter whether or not the war was about slavery. Regardless of what the North was fighting for, just assume they were fighting to, quote, free the slaves. The South had voted to leave, and slavery was allowed under the Constitution. So it's an impossibility to hold the country together through force, through going down and murdering the people and burning their stuff and forcing them back in, and then claim that it's 
has the voluntary consent of the people. It simply doesn't. It doesn't mean that you might not be morally justified to go down and fight a war to free slaves. Great, go do it. That's not what the war was about from the, from the North's point of view. And Lincoln made that clear by posting his letter saying if he could free them all, he would. If he could keep them all slaves, he would. If he could free some and keep other slaves, he would. The only thing he cared about was keeping the Union together. But it, it doesn't matter because as soon as you start to discuss it, people start calling you a racist and everybody's so scared to be called a racist, you can't have an honest discussion about it. And then you have the constitutional conservatives who push the official narrative, which is simply a lie. You can't hold a voluntary union of states together with a war. It's, there's just no possible way to do it. The facts of the war are irrelevant. The reason it's an important matter is that that right there shows that the country failed. It failed in 1860. That's when the country failed. And to continue the illusion has required more and more acrobatics, which simply fly in the face of the facts. A civil war is where two parties are fighting to control the same central government. Well, we also didn't have that in our civil war. The South was not fighting to get control of Washington and to force slavery onto the North. <laughs> they started their own country and said, leave us alone. The North wouldn't do it. So that's, again, it's not a civil war. It doesn't have any of the aspects of a civil war. And so it all has to be very jumbled up and confused. And then they have to throw this racism card in there to keep people from being able to think clearly about it. So why do I spend all this time on the Civil War? What's the big deal? Well, fuck legal man's history, no fucking cares, get over it. The reason I spend time on it is because if this is not a government with the consent of the people, the people would behave very differently towards the government. <laughs> See, if it, they don't have the consent of the people, if they're simply tricking the people or forcing the people to do things, well, how much are they gonna be able to get done? <laughs> How much are you going to cooperate? How differently are you going to view armed government agents like FBI and the courts and all these crazy departments that just take your money and tell you what to do? If you know that you don't actually consent to any of this, they're forcing you to do this. And if you don't agree, they simply kill you. Think how different the world would be if people understood that was the actual nature of the government. That's why I spend so much time on it. Because it's a very important piece of the puzzle people are fundamentally confused about over and over and over by constitutional conservatives who ignore everything I just told you. Fundamentally, the people have no idea what's going on in the country. You can't have the Constitution, we're told, since 1860. And the Supreme Court is another fundamental issue that the people are simply told lies about. If you talk about court packing schemes, People immediately, if they can remember anything, think back to the Great Depression and FDR with the court packing scheme. Oh, there's going to be a court packing scheme to try to jam through his uh, big new deal. So that's what we're told. And what's the, what's the lesson we're taught? Well, the lesson we're taught is that our system is so fucking incredibly great that it worked. It prevented it. The people said no, and there was, oh, and they fought it off. <laughs> it's a complete lie. What happened was, as soon as he proposed it, the justices all caved, and all of his stuff was passed through. So when there had been resistance before in the court, the resistance was gone, and now they just rubber-stamped anything that the guy put up there. <laughs> so it wasn't that the court-packing scheme failed. It was that the court-packing scheme was unnecessary. 
But what people don't understand is that in the first 80 years of this country, the number of justices on the Supreme Court changed five different times. Three times during the Civil War and Reconstruction. Between 1863 and 1869, they changed the number of justices three times on the court. Did you know that? No, of course not, because you're taught lies. This is my point. The people are fundamentally confused. In 1863, in the middle of the war, they changed it from nine justices to ten justices. Then, in 1866, right after the war, in order to jam some more bullshit through, they, they reduced it down to seven. And then three years after that, they jacked it back up to nine. <laughs> are you hearing this? So, in a six-year period, they changed it three different times. How does that fit in with any of your holy justices and the great system and the law of the land? It's just a political scam. It's a fraud. First of all, the Supreme Court opinions are not the law of the land. I've made that clear to people. I did an entire episode on it. But it's simply impossible to imagine that any group of rational people would consent to a form of government that supposedly keeps the government limited, protects liberty and freedom. Oh, and as a side note, what we're going to do is we're going to have a panel of unknown number that they can just change around, who will sit for life, who will hear a case that you have no idea what the case might be, how good the legal representation was, how good the facts are, whether or not it's corrupt. We have no idea. And once they rule, that's going to be the law of the land for all times, unless you can get a constitutional amendment to override it. <laughs> Nobody would agree to that. It doesn't make any sense. Supreme Court opinions bind the parties to the case. That's it. Nobody else. They aren't the supreme law. Just because they're called the Supreme Court doesn't mean they're the supreme law. That means that in that case, that is the final outcome. That is it. It's over. Now, the federal government has a supremacy clause, but that doesn't say that Supreme Court opinions will be included in there because they're not the law of the land. But it doesn't matter because people are taught in a confused fashion and they're told this over and over and over again so they believe it. And in law school, it's the same thing. Fundamental fraud in the way we are instructed as, quote, lawyers. Law school is nothing but propaganda. All you do is read cases about what the Supreme Court has said about the Constitution. You don't even read the Constitution. You don't read the Constitution. You read the cases. So right there, it starts. From day one, they start with the brainwashing that the Supreme Court opinions are the law of the land. And so all you do is read Supreme Court opinions to try to figure out what the facts, the reasoning, the holding are. And most lawyers never think beyond that because the way you make money as a lawyer is operating inside the system. And once that system is set up, this corrupt system is set up, well, it runs on its own. And now, of course, the people are totally and completely bamboozled. And they're never, ever told the truth. And so lawyers come out believing all this stuff. They never question. The vast majority of people never question the box they've been put in. That's all. They just never question it. They just accept the idea that the Constitution is the greatest system ever and that the Supreme Court is the law of the land and all these other things. They simply accept them, that the Civil War is about slavery and that we fight for freedom and just go down the list. But I've just showed you that in the first 80 years of the country, the number of justices was changed five different times. It was set in 1789 at six. And then they changed it in 1807 to 7. Then they changed it in 30 years later to 9. And then they changed it the three times I told you, 30 years after that.
<laughs> and then it hasn't changed since then because once you have a civil war and you can keep the states in there and nobody can leave and you've basically got this giant prison running where nobody can get out, well, you can do whatever you want to the people inside there because nobody can overcome the federal government. And so they teach this inconsistent nonsense about consent of the people and of by and for with this glaring thing called the Civil War that's just, it completely destroys the narrative. And so they've worked for years and years and years to bamboozle people and the constitutional conservatives write tons of books and they lionize Lincoln. He's got a huge memorial and is on our currency and they do endless propaganda about how he fought to free the slaves and on and on and on. And it's all just a load of shit. It's just all a load of shit from top to bottom. This is what prevents people from being able to think clearly. People who are thinking clearly is maybe 1% of the population. Most people just simply repeat whatever they've been told, and, and they choose one or the other side of the narrative that's out there running around. That's it. That's all they do. And since the entire narrative, both sides of it, are complete frauds, you're never going to get an answer within the system. Lots of people are worried about breaking the country up, which is clearly the only answer to get rid of the tyranny of the federal government. And they're never going to agree to it because they can't get past the propaganda. And of course, one of the main things that would be happen during, if you broke the country up, there'd be economic turmoil. So the government always threatens that because what we have is a fake currency system. So you don't use money, you use fake currency. And the fake currency is something they simply print up out of thin air and then, and then hand out. Well, the only value it has is whatever the people can be tricked into imagining. And it stays valuable because we fly around the world and we kill anybody who doesn't accept it outside the United States. And inside the United States, they have something called legal tender laws. Well, a legal tender law, which most people have never heard of, and of course, I learned nothing about in law school, is some of the most important legislation ever on the books. It's the mechanism for why it is that you have to accept this garbage they call legal tender, which is just U.S. currency backed by nothing. It's why you have to do that. See, if they had to issue gold and silver like the Constitution says, then there would be no way to get around it. They wouldn't be able to threaten you with economic turmoil if you got rid of the United States. Why? Well, because you'd have gold and silver. Everybody would be trading that. And whether the government existed or didn't exist would make no difference. But under the fraud system they've created, if the government collapses or the government goes away or there's questions about whether the government's stable or not, then the currency that you must use issued by the same crooked government collapses. And you can see that in other countries because they all run the same game. And people can't see it in our country because ours has been stable so long because we've got such a huge military killing people all over the world that it looks like our money is actually worth something when in fact it's actually not worth anything. And the only reason people have to use it is because of legal tender laws. And of course, when the legal tender laws first came up, when they created legal tender laws, basically in order to fight the Civil War, they issued all this fake currency and they forced people to take it. That's when it came up. So they're, they're financing this illegal war to hold the country together to have this fraud of a consensual government. And in order to do that, they had to have yet more fraud, which is fake money. They printed up these greenbacks, which were worthless. <laughs> they just went down to nothing. But in order for people to have to use them, they, they passed legal tender laws. Well, when the legal tender laws first went up to the Supreme Court, they were struck down because they're clearly unconstitutional. They are a taking of your property. How? Well, if you, if you agree to do work for somebody 
and they, they pay you in something that is, has no value, say it takes three months to get the job done. Take, take three months to get the job done. Well, the value that they originally agreed to collapses during that time. Well, they pay you with something that has no value. You'd, something you never would have agreed to do. In effect, the government, through the legal tender laws, is taking your value. Okay? It takes your property without any kind of compensation, and that's not allowed under the Fifth Amendment. So, obviously, fiat currency is illegal under the Constitution. But look, we have it. How? How do we have it? We have it from legal tender laws. <laughs> and legal tender laws, how did we get legal tender laws? During the corrupt Civil War. And then how was it approved? In the corrupt aftermath and the Reconstruction when they jerry-rigged the number of people on the court. What actually happened during the thing was, it was seven justices when it was first heard. And four out of the seven, so a four to three decision, said no, unconstitutional, struck it down. During the deliberations for that case, the Congress jacked the number up from seven to nine. So while the case is being heard, they jacked the number up from seven to nine because they know they're going to lose this case. They're going to lose it four to three. They know. Everybody knows how people are going to vote. So they got word. So they increased the number to nine. And on the very day that the opinion came down, striking down the, the legal tender laws, on that very day, Grant appointed two people to be on the new Supreme Court, the two new people from seven to nine. On the very day the decision came down, he appointed them. And guess what? <laughs> they went up there. They heard the case within just another few months. And guess what? They reversed it. <laughs> they reversed it. Five to four. So the same four justices who had voted against it now are outnumbered by the crookery that they'd put on the court with the two new justices. And Grant claimed he had no idea when he nominated them. This is how corrupt the government is. See, this is how corrupt it is. And the very fact that I'm, I don't learn about this in law school, you didn't learn about this in uh, history class, constitutional conservatives don't tell you about this, the fact that this is all hidden from the people is a perfect example of what I'm talking about with regards to the fact that there's a fundamental fraud going on against the people in this country. And no matter how many times I tell people, the cognitive dissonance is too great with all of this. We fought for freedom. My father fought. My uncle and my great-grandfather did. It's all bullshit. I'm sorry those people got fooled or tricked and imagined they were fighting for something that, in fact, they weren't fighting for. But I just showed you that the corruption, just gave you one example of how corrupt the system truly is. Think about that, that they jam through these legal tender laws which require you use this garbage by jerry-rigging the court, <laughs> and you've never even heard about it. And, you know, I make this small podcast, nobody's going to listen to the damn thing, and nobody cares. And it's why I sit there and I say, why should I bother to make a podcast? Why should I bother? What, really, what's the point? It's a, it's a huge amount of my time. And what's the point? That people aren't going to catch on? They aren't. You know, I give people an opportunity to hear things they're never going to hear any other place. They're never going to hear this fact. You're never going to understand the way you got legal tender laws. It's never going to happen. And your constitutional conservatives, who, who you love, every year they're getting richer than rich, they never tell you this stuff. They push a fundamental lie on you so that you can be controlled. And the reason they don't ever tell you the truth is why would someone who's running a system where they're getting rich and controlling you ever tell you facts that would make it such that they're not going to be able to control you and they're not going to be able to stay rich? <laughs> it's silly. It's so basic. It's so basic.
But this is why I have absolutely no respect for the vast majority of people and absolutely no respect for constitutional conservatives uh, who, who simply teach people lies. And it doesn't matter whether they believe the lies or not. They teach lies. Don't go teach people stuff if you don't know your subject. That's all. Don't go teach. Don't get on the air. Don't pretend you know something. When you're so fucking confused yourself that you're just out there promulgating a set of lies that does the exact opposite of what you claim. By teaching those lies, they imprison the people they claim to be talking about freedom to. See, this is, this is the demented, disgusting part of it to me. Is that all this talk about freedom is all a complete load of bullshit. It's all just a complete load of bullshit. So, all right, that's it. I'm not even going to bother anymore. It is what it is. So, if you like hearing the truth, then subscribe to my podcast, okay? Go to a podcast player and subscribe or manipulate the little buttons at the bottom. Listen, share it. And if you don't, then don't fucking listen. <laughs> then don't fucking listen. <laughs> it's not complicated. Uh, I also, I'm on Twitter. I like like-minded people. Uh, follow me there, Legal Man at U.S. Law Review. And I link my blog that has a lot of information as well. So that's it for today. Have a nice night or day wherever you are. Take care. Take it away. Oh.